the Dadcast, episode 40, just whipping it out. This week's show is brought to you in part by Audible. To find out how to get your free book, visit us at twofatdads.com forward slash audible. Nearly live from the Wendy House studios of Valwa Bay, it's the Two Fat Dads Dadcast. I'm Frosty Fortier, and joining me in the studios tonight are good friends, Mr. Stephen Magoo. Hello, how you doing? And Manonk Stefan, how are you guys tonight? Good? Great. Good, thank you. How are you? I'm, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I'm, uh, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be podcasting again. It's nice. It's, uh, it's great. Uh, it's, it's, I'm feeling very happy. Uh, a lot of stuff's happened. I feel a lot better than I was uh, uh, earlier this month. Um, I don't know if you, if you guys have been, I know Steve has been, was really sick. We talked about it with his lower thirds issues earlier, but I got some serious illness going on a little while ago. And then, and then, uh, in case anybody didn't know, I was laid off after six years working for my former company. Uh, they laid off a lot of Montreal management and, uh, I was lucky enough to make a phone call to an, uh, one of my former customers who said come on up here right away and he offered me a job on the table and i basically was unemployed for a very short amount of time which is always fantastic you know i was thinking when you were laid off i was thinking you should have applied to the canadians because they're paying people millions of dollars to do nothing (laughs) which is funny enough what i'm getting paid to do now (laughs) no i'm just kidding i actually actually i'm very i'm very uh i i now i work downtown in downtown montreal like i really enjoy it um, and I get to see, uh, take, take the train with Steve and, uh, and, and we joke that we spend most of our days in meetings and, and stuff like that. Cause it is, uh, it is true. Um, it's crazy, isn't it, Steve? Yeah. I like meetings. <laughs> now I've, I, I always, I always frowned upon the meeting etiquette of being, bringing your laptop in and, and doing work in the middle of a meeting because I find it always slows down meetings. Um, because people says, "Oh, I'm sorry. Were you talking about me? Maybe I should have listened." Uh, could you repeat that uh, third point uh, four times more? Because I probably won't be listening to two other times you're going to tell me afterwards. <laughs> and, I don't have that problem. I don't. When I go to a meeting and I bring my laptop, I'm actually not working. No, because you're playing. Not, wow. Correct. So you know. <laughs> mm. The uh, the beverage tonight is brought to you by Glenn Livet. Uh, it's not, uh, and I'm not going to make any Glenn Miller jokes. Don't worry about that, Steve. Uh, that's, oh, that's Steve. <laughs> Glenn Vavit. Wait, Glenn Vavit. I'm coming at the end of my bottle, so um, I'm, I'm hoping that my in-laws or my outlaws will come over and visit soon, so bring me some more. Because <laughs> Lord knows I, go, I don't buy my own scotch. Uh, <laughs> so if you want to give us anything here at the Dadcast, send us some scotch. So um, we're back uh, from our little winter hiatus. I don't. I really don't want to call it hiatus. Eh? We were. We were. We were on a break. <laughs> we were running down the March Madness. Are you? Are you quoting um, Friends? <laughs> yeah, I'm quoting Friends. We were on a break. It doesn't count. I know I was on that other show, but now I'm back. <laughs> No, so uh, so we are we are back, and uh, I'm actually quite uh, quite pleased. We're gonna we're gonna ramp up the season uh, season three towards the end of it there, and uh, we, I I heard we did really well in the in the in the March sweeps, and uh, so that's always good news. Yeah, we're really also quite popular at South by Southwest. Yeah, yeah, we're huge. Actually, I heard uh, I heard Scoble talked about us a lot at South by Southwest. 
I think it's that other Montreal thing. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it might be that other Montreal thing. Big shout out to uh, Lenny San uh, or at Lenny San, uh, the uh, the local genius behind. Well, he's not actually a local genius, but we've adopted him. He's a he's a he's a Montrealer now behind localmind.com, which is an amazing website where you can basically crowdsource uh, your night out by asking questions at just people that are already in the venue where you want to go. So if I wanted to head down to the Old Orchard Pub because the game's on, I could then ask a question, you know, how many tables left? Is it is it is it jam-packed? Is it, and somebody inside the venue will get a message or a request, and then they can answer back and say, yeah, actually it's packed, or no, there's some tables at the back, or whatever so it's it's amazing it's like it's like being able to call into the to the to the venue and and find or the place you're at or the party you're at and finding out some cool information so awesome thing all brewed here in montreal at, at year one lab so that's really really cool lenny san uh, if, if you're listening big shout out to you thank you very much for uh, making montreal even cooler and putting us on the map at south by southwest that did you you that was pretty cool that was a pretty big coup no steve Oh, totally. I mean, normally, if you're not from San Francisco, you don't make any noise at South by. So I think that was a really, uh, really big move for uh, a Montreal company and something that's kind of local. So yeah, uh, big, uh, big props. Now, now, Stefan is is still on the he's still off the radar when it comes to smartphones because he's still rocking that Sony Ericsson Xperia one or something. I, I can't remember which version number it is, but it's not the one P. Luke has. Oh no, it's the P. Well, I think it well. I got the worst kind. Yeah, so he's got the X10 with the Android. You've got the X crap. X1. With got the, the X1. The X1. <laughs> it, it blew up with Chuck Yeager. So and you got the one that has basically uh, Windows Mobile on it. And uh, but we and we keep pushing you to get a, a, a an iDevice. And you're you've been hesitant up until now. Any uh, any signs of that changing? Or any, what, what are we? Uh, can can we get you an iPhone? Are we going to have to buy you one? Or are you 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 ready to jump the fence anytime soon? I'm actually pondering uh, getting a Mac product, but I think it'll be the iPad and not the iPhone. So, Whoa, 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 whoa. Double coup there. First of all, you're going to get a Mac, an Apple product, which, yes. is, um, which is cool. But the iPad, I'm surprised. Why? What made you switch shift towards the iPad? Um, I, I really like the, some of the flexibility that it provides. Since I travel a lot, it'll be really useful to be able to you know, look over my files, my presentation, look, watch movies without having to um, slide down halfway down the seat because the person in front of me has tilted their seat <laughs> back so that I really can't see my screen. So I have to slide as if I only have a head and no uh, middle body to see the screen properly. And uh, for anybody and, who's traveled, you probably are, know what I'm talking yeah. about. And, and so this is nothing to do with the fact that there might be a wow application on the iPad. Is there? There is no wow application. No. And, and nope, there's no well. There's probably the armory, but the 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 fact that I could wow off the iPad is just a secondary. I didn't know about that until you just mentioned it. <laughs> no, there is. I don't think there is a wow app. I know you can do a VNC to your computer and then and play and and play wow. But I, mean, I don't know what would be the point. You might as well just use your computer for that. So I know I, I thought maybe you had you there was like a big wow mystery that you didn't tell us about because I knew the armory was on there, but I, I thought the armory couldn't be the only reason why you get an iPad. So. I, kind of want to know why you you got one you would get one why yeah no because like i said i the the the, the biggest reason is because i travel i want to be able to watch movies with a lot of flexibility i want to be able to work on a presentation or just review my presentation without having to pop out the entire laptop i can take the ipad out slide in the back of the seat wait till the the uh, flight attendants or the students or whoever whatever their title is because you know you want to be politically correct 
um, until they pass by so I can whip it out and start looking at it. Uh, without he, getting in trouble. We, without... we are still talking about tablets here, everyone. <laughs> it's not a euphemism. <laughs> it's not a euphemism. This is not code for anything, I swear to God. Because <laughs> I just wait for the stewardess to walk out and walk by, and then I whip it out. <laughs> no, I was not talking about the iPad. <laughs> we're talking about we're back. Uh, we're still on the iPad? Sorry, we're guys. We're still on the iPad. We're still on the iPad. <laughs> so which one are you, you eyeballing? The, the, the first one, not the second one. I don't see... First of all, I'm not going to get the 3G because one, our plan would just, you know, the company doesn't doesn't pay for it, so I don't really care about that. And if I need connectivity, there's always uh, hotspots everywhere I go, so that's that'll be satisfying enough for me. Um, and the other aspect is I really don't care about having a camera in front and in the back so I can see myself or I can have my family see me because most of the time, if I'm going to be doing this, it'll be after hours um, and the kids will be asleep, so. My wife doesn't really want to see me after hours. She's probably watching TV or chatting with some friends. So, so, so the high-end graphics aren't aren't calling out to you at all because they've got a they got a dual-core processor in that and a pretty high-end graphics card. That's not um that's not a maximum resolution has not changed. That's true. That is correct. That has not changed. It'll just faster. No ghosting and no. I I've never see I what some people might not know this already, but I actually bought uh, an iPad. Um, um, it was more of a gift, actually. Uh, so when I got when I got my new job, I knew I'd be taking the train. And my wife said, uh, "Do you want a Kindle or a book reader or something for the train?" I said, "Well, I'd rather have something I can take notes with all day long at work as well, and then, yeah, maybe watch some movies and you know other stuff as well." So I said, "You know, could we spring for the iPad?" And she's like, "Well, you know, it isn't a good job, and you did well, and we're not broke, and none of the kids starved, so." And, and, I, and you're not going to ask me for anything at night because you're going to have that in your hand. So yes, <laughs> <laughs> we have four kids, Steph. Do you think seriously that, think that, <laughs> that that's, that's what I'm saying? Has been an issue. Has <laughs> been an issue for a while now. But, no, but seriously, says, okay, we're done. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, so yeah. So I, I, she, we, she, we decided to get the i, i, the iPad. We got the 32 gig. I got the Wi-Fi model, like you. I didn't think the 3G would be worth it. And I actually, in at the time, I, I, I honestly believe that. They would allow the personal hotspot to work from the iPhone 3GS to the iPad, but apparently not. It's only available on the iPhone 4, which is kind of annoying. But then there's a big rumor at work that they're going to give me a torch anyways, and that already has personal hotspot sharing. And then within the first um, – and I'm, I'm jumping uh, I'm jumping secrets here, but within the first few um, – uh, weeks of me being there they handed me a motorola atrix to try out and it's, i've been using it as a wi-fi hotspot ever since so i've never had an issue with connectivity there's always wi-fi when i need it and then if i'm on it on the train or in the move and i really need to, to use the ipad then I, I can use the the some kind of hotspot system uh to work so i like it i like it a lot and and the the the, the two-way cameras are kind of it would have been a nice thing but I'm not seeing any huge monstrous differences between the iPad one and the iPad two. I think it's the iPad two is, is, is it's that model for people who weren't sure if they wanted a tablet or not. They were holding out because they wanted cameras. They wanted better graphics. They wanted something, I don't know, the latest, greatest, whatever. And, and or those people who want, who won't buy first generation Apple products, you know? So, um, I, I bit the dust. I, I got mine a little bit later than, than most people did. I've qualified for that big rebate when you got the iPad, you know, getting the iPad one at a lower price and they gave me some discount back on my Apple care too. So I, I, I lucked out on the whole deal and I really, really like my iPad a lot. 
I use it. I use it all day long. Even though I'm not really supposed to use it at work, I use it for all my notes. Um, I use it for for doing quick researches. I use it in meetings all the time. Uh, it saves bringing in a big, huge laptop in, um, and then it's 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 useful. Really, really useful. Now, here's a question: Can you can you t- tether or tether uh, your uh, your iPhone to your iPad? Probably not, right? No, not not with a 3GS. That's what uh, that was the big deal, um, um, which kind of annoyed me. But the the torch that I should be getting, the BlackBerry torch, I should be getting. And or if I if I if they decide to stick me with this Atrix, both of them do wi- do kind of like uh, like a Wi-Fi hotspot, so I could tether that way. So why can't you? What's the they, it's the software? They didn't they just didn't allow it to work with a 3GS phone for some reason. Maybe they thought it would sap the battery too much. The battery isn't very great on the iPhone 3GS to begin with, so that's probably a good reason. You can do it. If I jailbroke it, I could probably do it, but you know it's not worth it. Uh, yeah, because uh, I, I can personal hotspot from my 3GS with my laptop. Mm. If you if you Bluetooth tether it or if you USB tether it, right? Uh, yeah, I did Bluetooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can't Wi-Fi hotspot it, and that's the that's the thing. The Wi-Fi hotspot you got to first of all it turns on a lot of radios, right? So you're turning on uh, the 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 3G radio and on a pretty much high speed, and then you're also enabling the Wi-Fi radio pretty much at full width as well. So your battery would, would, would just drain. Bluetooth is actually very power friendly. So that's why. And it, and also the bandwidth is very small too. Well, so yes and no. That's not true the on the Windows. bandwidth is like 700. Tops is about set, not even not even like four or 500K, I think it is, or something like that. I'd have to do some uh, some research on that. If Ben was here, he'd wiki it. But obviously, if, I... If you have a, a Windows smartphone and, you know... A, Windows and smartphone just, you know, doesn't sound right to me. But um, if you have one of those and you've got Bluetooth, your battery will just die. I don't care what you've got. It's just, it's not made. It's I, not- I, I think, I think, honestly, I think that's a, uh, that, that's a Windows smartphone thing. I think uh, when, when well, I use, when I use Bluetooth, when I use Bluetooth headset on the iPad or Bluetooth headset on the, on the iPhone, like for the stereo headset streaming, when you're listening to music and stuff, I don't see a, a, a huge power dip at all. So yeah, I think it depends on 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 what you're doing, and also it depends on on uh, on on the, the 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 version of it. I mean, like the new the, the new Bluetooth is 2.1 EDR, I believe. Uh, Steve, correct me if I'm wrong. That's the latest oh, and greatest. I don't know. Okay, and that is actually um, if if the radios on that are actually pretty decent, so. But anyway, so I – and it's funny we mentioned tablets because a lot of them have dropped on well, – my newest job, uh, what I'm doing now is I'm a, I'm a mobility specialist for, for a big company. So they, they, they come to me for information like this and I, and I get to play with a lot of toys. So in the last week, I got invited to see the, the playbook firsthand on, on two occasions. Uh, so I saw the, the RIM playbook on a very uh, laboratory-controlled environment where they basically walked me through everything. And it was okay, you know. It's very impressive. The demo they showed us was good, but I mean, I might as well have been watching a movie. I, I got so little to play with it. And then just recently, I had a meeting with somebody, and they showed me the the playbook, and it actually was uh, rather impressed by it by how it handled. And I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about that a little later. And then today, I, I, I get to my desk, and there's an HP Slate sitting on my desk. Um, it's the HP Slate 500 model. Um, I don't know too many details about it. It's running Windows 7, uh, the full version, Windows 7 Professional. Uh, it is actually um, still got a pen. 
and it's got a we Steve and I were looking at this on the train. It's got this little uh stick with a um what would you say the stick has? Uh, it's like batteries and it's like touch sensitive, but you don't need it to use the screen either. So you can still yeah, use your Yeah, it's still like tactile so that you don't actually need any kind of device. You can still finger operate it. But the um I didn't notice if it could hover with your finger. It could definitely you do the hovering with the pen. No, you can't hover with the pen. I'm trying that now. You cannot hover with the finger. You can only, if you have to touch. It is multi-touch, I discovered. So if you have a picture, you can squeeze and, and expand. I have been able to rotate the pictures. Um, um, and swiping uh, up and down in a browser window will work. Um, but it's not... Okay, everybody knows I'm not a big Windows fan to begin with. I'm I'm not an evangelist, and I never will be an evangelist of Windows. Uh, but I have I'll be the first to admit that Windows Seven was probably the best uh, version of Windows so far. It's the most polished. It's the nicest version of Windows. It's it's the it's got a lot of great features that you can turn on and turn off at will. It's got like, but five minutes with with Windows Seven and a pen, and I was ready to chuck this thing out the freaking window. I just it just boggled my mind. I I used it for five minutes and I was frustrated. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's and I mean it's a you saw it. It's a gorgeous device. It's iPad like and it's in its design. I mean it's got like a, a, a like a, an aluminum kind of bezel around it. It's got a front facing camera, rear facing camera, five megapixel I believe, or it's quite high resolution. Um. <sighs> You know, it's got uh, it's got it's some the, cool. It's Go the on. same problem all the time, though. Is that there's no paradigm shift? It's they just got rid of the keyboard, and it's still Windows. Yeah, exactly. So you're just using a little Windows computer, right? So that, that's exactly. And I didn't didn't want want to go there. Um, and and it's that exact example is all the way down to the Control Alt Delete button on the device. <laughs> It's yeah, Steve, Steve and I were freaking out about this stuff. So there's a device at the top of the button. It's it's two. It looks like two little squares, and then one square is slightly higher. And when you push it, it just does. It performs a Control Alt Delete. Why would you put a button like that? Because you have to perform Control Alt Delete in Windows, right? Ninety percent of your fun. No, I mean, I'm not not ninety percent, but many many of your functions consist of. You know, control all deleting to either kill tasks, switch users, uh, lock the machine, uh, change passwords, change passwords. Right? Everything's based on control all delete. Yeah, but anyways, I, I, it doesn't. You know, I know exactly what you're saying. It doesn't make sense. And you know what else is weird about it? It's got fans. I think it's got fans. No, it doesn't. And have licenses. Fans. Oh yes, this is. <laughs> it's got this little tray at the bottom. And I said, what the hell is this? Because there's one tray that you push it and it got a little SD card slot comes out. And there's another tray. And uh, sorry if I, I bumped the mic there. There's another tray. And I'm like, what the hell does this do? And, and you can't seem to pull it, pull it. So finally I pulled out the, uh, pulled out the PDF on the, uh, on, on the what's what on this, on this machine. And that's the, that's the license tray. Right? So that little sticker that, you know, that, that, that Microsoft, uh, I guess uh, vendors or what you what do you call them OEMs have to put on on their devices, which which in in my mind is a great idea for a server, <laughs> you know. If but I tend to if it's for one of those portable units, what the hell? What the purpose? But even even on a laptop, you know, you have to lift your you have to turn your, you have to flip your laptop upside down to see it, right? So they created yep. this little tray. You just pull it out, and then you can see your. Do you really need to see that license that often? Like well, why? Like I said, why on a even, server. 
on a server, I can see where you would want to do it because you're, you're maximizing the efficiency of the space and you want to do that. Yeah. On, a, on a portable, give me a break. Why would you need that license? I tend to agree with you. That so, license is for, oh, I'm having problems or I need to reinstall or something. That doesn't, that doesn't yeah. bode well if you have to look up the license often. Yeah, no, it's, it's not great. So it's got HDMI out. It's got USB. It's got uh, SD card slot. It's got the special, um, it, it looks like the exact same iPac con, uh, dock connector they've always had. Um, so it's got a lot of it's got a lot of cool hardware features. That it's got a core. I think it's a it's an Atom processor. That's a core. That's a core one, right? Anyways, it's got a pretty good processor in there. Uh, my suggestion to HP is to take this one tablet, put WebOS on it, and just chuck out Windows for good because there is nobody in enterprise who wants to sit there and run through and wait and turn on his 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 uh, tablet and wait for it to boot up like a little PC. That is the biggest complaint we've had internally and, and, uh, and, and I've had as a, as a user is that I don't want to boot my tablet. I want to turn it on. You know, it has, to have, it has to have appliance boot speed. So it's got to just be on and off. And this is like Windows, Windows startup. You sit there and you wait and you watch a little thing go by and you stuff it up. I put it to sleep most of the time. Like I haven't had to reboot it, but when the one time I did reboot it because I, I did something really stupid. But <laughs> one time I did reboot it, I was like, no. And that was it. The whole thing, the whole concept was over. And what's the uh, memory? What's the flash memory on there? Let's hang on, I'll, I'll boot it up. I'll um, turn it on again. And okay, okay you so always we'll have the... we're gonna have a break for twenty minutes? Yeah, we might. <laughs> no. so, so I go to uh, my start button, which again doesn't make any sense. Uh, and then the right click is you hold it down and then you can hit properties again everything has to, you have to perform it exactly like windows right so this has two gigs of ram it's an atom oh it's, it is a dual core it's an atom cpu it's a 1.8 gigahertz 1.7 gigahertz processor and so it's got five two gigs of ram which is not bad and the hard drive is going to be what come on you can hear me tapping can't you yep so it's got, it appears to be a 100 meg D drive and then most likely uh, 60, I guess it would be like a 64 gig SSD. I can't really tell. Well, um, at least they didn't. What do you, how do you, how do you check the, if it's what kind of, oh, is, there, is it device manager? It would be, yes. Okay, let me check device manager. And let me, I got to get, I, now I get to type. Uh, come on, keyboard. There's a button for the keyboard too. You can push the key, the button, and a little electronic keyboard pops out. You have to push that; it doesn't just pop up on its own. Uh, see, I'm not exactly being very nice, but it's not giving me much choice either to be nice. I feel like I'm slashing it. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm really slamming it, which was not really my intention to come on and show and slash HP because I mean, it's they've actually come to market quicker than. Than uh, than black than uh, BlackBerry, which is a shame because they're taking a hit right now. They're taking a huge hit. I'll tell you what. I'll tell. I'll, I'll give you a little insight on that one. Oh come on, this drives. But, but in all fairness, it's not HP's fault. It's well, I mean, look, they did choose the platform, well, they, they did, but it they also did. oh yeah, is, it is, it's a SanDisk SSD. So they put an SSD in here, which is probably actually, why it's why it's so quick. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah, it is a very good thing. And I can't imagine them putting um, something spinning in here. No, it always park. 
Well, no, it's true, right? Every no, time it, you sense just, movement, it would park. I know. It's, right? just, it's, just, it's just funny that. <laughs> it's all, I remember having to do that with the old machines in, when, back in the day. You know, you have to, you have to send the DOS, the DOS prompt to, uh, to actually park it. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, we can't really slam. slam. I mean, look, there are going to be Windows 7 portable devices, right? This yeah. happens to be one of those. So if there's a, a need for those, then maybe it's a, it's a good device. It's just not something we would go out and buy, but it might have its place somewhere. It, 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 there might be some vertical applications where you, you, you need to have an actual full-powered PC, and if they put, a, they put on a, a, an, an application interface into it that actually is big enough and actually can use your stubby fingers instead of using the little pen, it might be good. I can't see any graphic artists using this thing, even though the pen is pretty precise i can't see anybody using using it as a because it's, oh, no, it's not precise enough nowhere near well, there's, precise there's too many there's too many chances to hit like like the start button and and, and or right click on stuff because if you hold your foot down your finger down on something long enough it will it will do a right click and it is somewhat multi multi-touch so it will have problems as well so that my, my suggestion to you hp is to make this into a, a web os as quickly as possible you bought the damn os do something with it quickly before you lose uh, a lot of face in the in the press so that's a shame um you know it's it's light it's lighter than the ipad it's nicer looking the hardware is kind of nice it's, it seems pretty sturdy just the same problem as always it's got windows on it yeah we're actually gonna go to uh hp hardware as well at, at the office yeah so they're going to get you an elite book. We're, we're I'm asking for an eighty five forty. Yes, mm. that's what I got. The elite book eighty four eighty five forty. It's okay. Um, I, it's just sad that they had to call it the elite book. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's sad they had to call it the book anything, right? Because I think that's that that name's been taken by another company for far too long. So they could have, you know, I mean, at least Dell stuck with some really weird names like latitude and inspire on and all this other stuff they've they've kept with that they've done what they wanted to do and that's fine but hp they just seem to be like playing catch up a little bit and even that 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 elite book looks like a cheap mac anyways as well so i don't know well, it's it, it's got a big screen right and a dedicated video card yeah, well, I got—I mean, I've got an NVIDIA card in, my, in mind, so it's pretty nice. You know, I've, I've got the 14 inch. So I probably have the 8440. You probably you got the 84. I'm going to be 84 is the 15 inch, right? Uh, 84 is the 14, and the 85 is the 15. Yeah, 15.6. Yeah. So it's got—I mean, I got the dedicated graphics card in it. It's—it's it's a pretty good machine. Yeah, 512 um, they, RAM. They replaced the webcam with a light. <laughs> so <laughs> there's this little light that pops open and just shines onto your screen and blinds the screen, so you can't see what you're doing. I don't know why they did that. It's it's ridiculous. It's like, oh, let's add something. We got a space here for webcam. We don't want a webcam. Fine, we'll put a light in there. Like, just you know what? Just block it off. Don't don't need to put anything in there. It was a bit bit of a weird thing. So that was uh, kind of weird. But they they're you know, and I'm 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 struggling. I haven't used the Windows machine in about a year and a half. So like on a on a regular day to day basis, and I'm um, I'm coming to grips with that. So. I'm going to reserve any judgment on the actual book until uh, for a little longer than that. But I will, I will give you my five cents on the, uh, on the playbook, if you like. I think Steve fell asleep. Yeah, please do so. I think he's so, sorry. There. I think I was on mute guys. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I just think I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna reserve judgment on on Windows on Windows laptops for now because I've only I haven't been using them again for too long. So it's kind of it's kind of mean to say, oh, it's not a Mac, it's not a Mac, it's not a Mac. Um, even though the mouse pad sucks. So what I am gonna say about the playbook though, uh, the rim uh, the BlackBerry playbook is that it is very very much of a catch up device. Um, everything I've seen about it seems to be like, okay, we're, 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 Apple's not the only one who can do this. We can do this too. We can do this too. And they're still not quite there. Um, so, um, and the fact that they, they pointing this at the enterprise, but you can only buy it at future shop or Best Buy. I think for industry though, windows is still the de facto standard. Um, I recently had an opportunity to switch to a Mac at the office and, for all intents and purposes, life was good, but exchange, not so good. Um, and, and that could just be the way our exchange is set up. But we have a, 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 a web web uh, facade, I guess, an OWA. The OWA client? Outlook Web. Web access yeah. OWA. Yeah. And then we also have an internal exchange server. So when you're on the network... It'll always look to find the 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 quickest connection. So if the internal one is laggy for some reason, it'll go to the external web-based server and hit on that because it's replicated. Problem is, it it does not keep track of your credentials, so it will re- it'll challenge you. Give me your credentials. Yeah, I I, I honestly think that that is your your exchange server that's not set up properly because when no, I was. When we, I was at the last look, company, look, I had an exchange, and I had I had exchange on the Mac on the exchange, and I had no issues whatsoever. And we went from two different exchanges, so we went from the internal exchange that the, the previous company had, and then we had the external third party exchange that was given to us when we our company got bought out. So I never had yeah, an issue. but ours ours is actually set up to switch, and it's supposed to to show less lag that way, right? Okay. Problem is because ActiveSync was not licensed to Apple for. The Mac, it is licensed in your iPhone. Your our iPhones, we none of us ever see that problem at the office. But everyone who's on the Mac, you know, every two minutes, three minutes, you get challenged for a password. So it's a known problem. It's documented. You, you can look it up, and it's just a question of implementation on the back end. So for that reason alone, I just couldn't use um, my Mac to do mail or calendaring or any of that stuff, and that's. A lot of my day, yeah. so I was I was caught myself using both computers, and, and this is ridiculous because I can't grab both of them to go and work. So I said, "Well, I know I can do everything on my PC." So I'm back to my Lenovo again because it's the one machine that could do all things. It's it's annoying though, eh? That that kind of like uh, I mean, I'm I'm very glad there's a cloud. So so I put a lot of stuff. I use a, a lot of Dropbox, and I'm, I'm using Dropbox more than I ever have before. And I'm using a lot of uh, cloud based services to like Evernote to sync back to the PC. So I'll spend an hour and a half in a, in a meeting, which the, the laptop battery probably wouldn't last long enough. Um, and then I can come back and just say, okay, and then open up the PC, turn on over Evernote or go to my Dropbox and my documents are there. So it's much, much easier that way. Um, but I, yeah, I know what you mean about t- having, having to drag two devices around, which I, it kind of makes me feel good because when I do have to bring the laptop, depending on what kind of meeting I'm going into, when I do have to bring the laptop, I also bring the note the the iPad as my notebook. Like I I I do not carry a pen around with me in the office ever. Uh, three weeks, and I have yet to pick up a pen other than to sign uh, official documents. And even so, the last NDA I signed, I signed electronically. 
they saw you write and they said, please don't give him the. Well, I think that was it too. I mean, I you know, they did the little writing test and they said, Monsieur, tiens, ton ordinateur. T'as pas besoin. Non, non, envoie-nous pas rien, ok? Envoie-nous juste des courriels. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. It's all by email. It's good. And that's another and the mentality that's changed as well. Whereas before, we did a lot of stuff that would we'd back up almost everything we used to do uh, by email. We're encouraged in this my current job to go up to get up and actually just talk to people a lot more. Uh, they want you talking. They want you. They don't want everything going by email. They want you to, to talk it out. And if you have to document something, they will document something officially afterwards. But they really want to have, you know, this face to face time, which is amazing. Uh, it's a kind of weird job. Is this? It is bizarre. I'm not used to that, you know. And they they encourage it. They think it, they think they find the people. Were, and actually, you know what? A couple of times when things have been going, you 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 don't get that sense. You know, when you're you're talking to people and you have the feeling that the tone isn't there in an email like was he just being rude to me like when you that's, that's w- the problem with email yeah so when you're face to face with these people that tone is gone you know like you know that i mean that 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 tone question is gone but the the tone of the of the of the, the conversation is great so if you go one guy who's joking all the time you know he's joking because he'll be joking all the time anyways or he's got that kind of like funny way of saying stuff and or that person is always serious you never know how they're going to go or if you know they, they ask they ask they say something but it's actually a question no we, we have that sometimes if somebody will say something outright and you're like was that a question <laughs> people are afraid to give uh, to give tone when they're in front of people that's why so it was it was it, it's no it's good it's it's a good atmosphere i'm i'm like i'm liking that a lot it's a nice uh it's it's nice to and it's all you know what's it's, it's nice to work in, a, in an it department that isn't just three guys <laughs> it's like, we're considerably more than that where I am now. <laughs> so anyways, that's good. Now, um, uh, Ben also found a job. We can't talk about it. We, I don't even know where he works, but he's working tonight. And Eric uh, is still in the same job. And he is actually uh, on that job somewhere in Toronto or on a train or something like that, which is kind of interesting. Well, last I saw, he was near, near Coburg and there's some kind of derailment <laughs> of some sort. <laughs> It's funny. That's uh, I was thinking about that uh, and how it affected one of the people that I know. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, not 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 so far. <laughs> I know what you're saying, Steph. Okay, so I'm gonna pass over that one. Uh- <laughs> now we're talking. We're talking about hardware, and I've been camera shopping, and I just found out that. Uh, hang on, hang on. Have we finished talking tablets yet? Oh really? Are we finished? I was into that. Are what we else finished? is it? Are we, I don't know. I mean, we mentioned the playbook. We mentioned the the, the iPad. We mentioned the slate. Is, is that it? That we actually cover oh. the? My God, that was less than four hours. Stephen Hackett's <laughs> thinking of getting a Newton. Other than that, I think we've covered the tablets. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. We're done. <laughs> so so yes, yeah, so I heard Steph bought a, bought a camera. Last we spoke about cameras uh, on air. Uh, you oh, were still sh- <laughs> you were still <laughs> shopping. I was still Hello, camera shy. <laughs> caller, you're on the air. I oh, was camera shy. And tonight yep. we're talking about Stefan and being camera shy. Go ahead, Stefan, on line one. <laughs> um, I, I'm thinking about buying a camera, and uh, I don't know what to get. No, I bought the uh, EOS Rebel uh, T1i. And T1i. You weren't going to get the T1i. I was. That's what I was looking to I get. I thought it was. I thought you were going to get the the other one though. The the one before it, the T one, the X, no. XTI or the no no I wanted or the XLR I wanted no <laughs> I don't 
I don't know. I'm very happy with it. You know, the T2 and the T3 are out, whatever. Oh, they are they? I didn't know that either. I, I know yeah, nothing of The files are just much bigger, and, you know, it's got a, a little more capabilities. But for, for what I wanted, I wanted something that I could use on a day-to-day, something that I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be spending hours upon hours to teach my wife how to use, because my wife is more of a point-and-shoot. You know, she, she was like, okay, you got the camera you wanted, great, just show me how to take pictures and basic videos. I said to my office, I said, you see this button here? You flick it to auto and you just shoot. That's it. <laughs> really? Oh, my God. Because <laughs> I had taught her how to use the K1000, like all the manual settings and all that. And so now that she's she's sitting there and she's actually – I caught her once in a while flicking it over to portrait and, and, and macro and doing some stuff. But you know, she doesn't play around with AV or anything. But she, she does love the camera. And actually since since I was scolded on the train for bringing my camera into work – um, I'm, I now leave it at home and she takes more pictures <laughs> you should have seen this man purse he was carrying back and forth it's, every day it's not day. a man purse it's my, it's my MEC Brenta Courier bag it's a huge bag I can fit in I can fit in two laptops in there an SLR camera and my lunchbox Why? And, ha- and had I not scolded you about bringing all that swag back and forth you probably would have given up in an extra day or two just carrying all that weight back and forth well i know you know what the funny thing is is that i've been carrying that bag to my last job with a camera every single day because ben and i would go for you drove and you got out the door you walked 10 (laughs) feet and you sat at your desk here you're getting out of the train and you're actually (laughs) hoofing it to the office well it's three blocks it's not that bad downtown blocks downtown blocks what they're bigger (laughs) what is that supposed to mean that's windy there's a slope it's there's a slope okay but anyway so camera for it works you can take pictures well i am i am quite high up on the 11th floor and i you know some some quite nice views but also in the summer i want to go out and i want to take pictures of montreal i mean i love people watching and and do they allow you to go outside and wash the window so you can take a get a clearer shot no i'm not going to go outside of the actual window but even even a camera pressed up to an 11th floor window you can see some pretty nice shots from there i mean the people in the hotel next door might not appreciate it too much but (laughs) But you know, but no, I was I'm I'm hoping this summer to get out at lunchtime and 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 take some street photography and just, you know, do have have a bit of fun. And I might take it in every once in a while, but I've stopped taking it to work every single day. I bring my little stupid point and shoot now and it's I I never I never use it cuz I just I don't like using the point and shoot. I'm I'm and you also of, only took one picture and it was like the view from your desk. Yeah, yeah, and now you know what? Actually, that I did bring it in uh, the camera yesterday for a project. We had uh, we were meeting uh, some guys for some uh, some tough books. They were showing us some some vehicle mounts and stuff like that. So I took it in for uh, for a project at work, and then uh, there was a fire in the building. <laughs> so I I got to take pictures of the fire engine. <laughs> And it was great. There's a Griffin. They let, let, let him play the the, the siren and yeah, you know. it was like a tour. It was amazing. <laughs> I saw the the Griffin Ten Engine Twelve. No, so, <laughs> there's a there's that a Griffin Town Police Station and uh, but not Police Station Fire Station and they came up to um, I guess look on us or make sure everything was okay. Turns yeah, Griffin Town. For those of you who don't know, is right next to Goose Village. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a small. Anyway, it's it's just below the Bell Center, more or less, um, in in Montreal. It's a it it used to be uh, quite run. It still is a little bit run down, uh, but it used to be a little. 
Okay, so it's it's getting better though. I've I was I don't know if you've been there the last couple of couple of months or whatever, but actually there's they've redone the whole main strip into Griffintown and it actually looks pretty damn nice. Unfortunately, you go one street further and it still looks like a dump. But they're revitalizing the core and there's some new there's some new apartments in the area, buildings in the area, and there's you know it's it's becoming a young hip place for for people in Montreal to live. And 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 work and you know it's it's proximity to, to the old Montreal is, is is you know what makes it probably hip as well because there's a lot of startups in, in old Montreal so you know it's it's getting there you know a lot of Montreal needs revitalizing but this is uh, this is one of the towns that was probably um, being uh, regentrified right yeah something like that I think uh, what does that mean <laughs> regentrified. It's when it's when the old becomes new again, and they get people moving in and investing and rebuilding. No, no, it's 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 a gentrification. It basically means, oh. yeah. Look let's look at you, it up, Mister Thesaurus. Is that, are you using Thes- that Thesaurus? Are you using, are you using the Thesaurus on your uh, the Thesaurus app on your on your new i seven there? Uh, n- no. Okay, not All yet. Right. All right. So anyway, so let's go back. Get back. Okay, get back to cameras. I'm I'm not gonna. Steer it away any further. We'll talk about you'll talk about regentrification later. <laughs> so uh, Steph bought a, a, a T1i, which is a gorgeous camera. I had a chance to have a quick look at it uh, when he was over for dinner, which you missed, Steve. Um, and it was it was it was a beautiful camera, nice lens on it too. Um, and he More had a steak for me. sorry, More blank steak for me. Yeah, exactly, and, and for the kids. Uh, <laughs> Because that's what you want to give a two-year-old flank stick, uh, <laughs> but it's a gorgeous camera, Steph. And we it was that it was the night of the uh, supermoon. Yes. So, uh, did you take any pictures of the supermoon? I did. did. I did. But uh, like I like I told you, not having my lens is you know is, is not uh, optimized. For okay, so you, you've got an eighteen fifty-five, which came with the camera, the stock stock lens, right? Correct. And my mother-in-law. Had the uh, 55 uh, 200, which she doesn't use because her boyfriend gave her one that goes up to uh, 300. So, so was this was this the the film version of the of the of the 55 200, or was it the the one that came for the pre- for a previous digital? It came from a previous digital. Okay, all right. Because usually, usually with it, I mean, the the beautiful thing about the older ones is that they're usually the the lenses are glass, and there's a digital conversion ratio. So the 200s. I can't. I can't remember if it's one five or one six on the Canon, but it ends up being like a like a two hundred would end up actually being like a two fifty. So then my three hundred Nikon is actually going to be crazy. Your three hundred Nikon is going to be like is going to be like a, a almost a four hundred. Wow. So my my and just to go show you my Pentax. Um, my Pentax old lenses all work on it, and we bought a, a K-ring adapter for the 400 millimeter Vivitar, which is 30 years old, and the and the, and the conversion ratio on the Pentax is 1.5. So my 400 millimeter lens turned into a 600 millimeter lens, and I got a pretty good picture of the moon. <laughs> kind of need a lot of light, though. No, it's 6.3. But I, you know what? I took it's, it's 6.3 aperture is the lowest thing on that thing. I set the camera to ISO 100, and it was what nine o'clock at night, Steph. About it was about nine o'clock. Yeah. So I took a picture of the moon at one two hundredth, and I got all the craters and all the lines. You know, in the, in the you know when they got that little that's the one pole. I think I'm not sure if it's the pole or whatever, but there's one section of the moon, and it just looks like everything starbursts out of it. It was a great shot. 
It, it was yeah, cool. Yeah, so I, I saw that. This is when you posted, right? Yeah. So it's all yeah, you get stuff. to see all of that, all that stuff in it. You know, which is which is if you had taken it at at, a, at any slower speed, you just got a big white ball of fire in the up in the sky. So mm. the faster the speed, the less light it takes in, and actually, the more detail you're getting. Right. So so gentrification is the process of renewal and rebuilding accompanying the influx of middle class or affluent people into deteriorating areas that often displaces poor residents. So that so is exactly what happened to to, to Griffin Town. Town. So it's the act of evicting all the poor schlobs and letting yuppies move in. Yeah, just taking a big shovel and pushing them closer to the water. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out you of can't here. get much closer to the water than, uh, than uh, actually, when you get that close to the water, you start, start getting into that um, that village by uh, the old port there. Um, those those insane buildings there, where you come home drunk and you're screwed. They built them for Expo. They're oh, all, uh, 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 what's it though. Uh, so what is it, Stefan? The one where it's all like different levels. It's like you know, oh, it's, um, it's like a split bungalow on acid. <laughs> what's it called i know which one you're talking about Anyways, I don't remember that is crazy you know what's interesting about that those buildings is there's not one single window facing another well there's so many angles i'm not surprised yeah. it's like <laughs> a, a whole bunch of boxes about, yeah yeah you're talking about the one on uh il notre dame no or, no no, no one, not not yet no it's still on the it's still on the it's still on the montreal main island but it faces notre dame yeah it faces notre dame Oh, then I have no idea what you're talking about. No, is that not the one right by the old by the port, right? If you're going to go down to uh, Le Parc Jean Drapeau, there you can take you can take the Jacques-Cartier Bridge, you can take the small bridge, right? Yeah, but that's on. I thought that was on Ile Notre Dame. Is it on Notre Dame? On, oh, I yeah. mean, oh, I thought it was. Uh, oh, it might be. You're right. Anyways, we'll we'll do the geography lesson later. So, Steve, you want to buy a camera? <laughs> yes, I do. To, getting back to it. What are you going to get? Well, we had a Nikon F60. We were thinking Canon at first because we kind of like our Canons that we've had recently. But we had a, a film Nikon and we have two, two lenses that we thought we could use. How old is the, but, how old is the film Nikon? Oh, God. Um, 10, 11 years old, maybe. Okay, so it's not that old. No, but um, we, we, we found out that if we use the lenses, we'd be stuck in in manual mode forever. You can, uh, sometimes you need or want auto. No, um, you, you can, I mean, it's the same thing with me with my Pentax lenses, right? I mean, you, you, I have like my, my 50 prime, which is all manual, but mm-hmm. I mean, I have my 1855s, which are fully automatic for my new camera. So I mean, but right, yours, but if, yours, but yours, we, yours are we, fully automatic for the, the film camera. Yeah. Yeah. They were fully oh. automatic. They were, um, uh, is that Nikkor lenses. The, yep. Oh, those are nice glass too. Yeah, they're both they're both Nikkor lenses, and the um, one's the stock, you know, eighteen fifty five, and the other one goes up to three hundred. I can't nice. remember if it's like seventy three hundred or something like that. Nice and um, and they're fantastic lenses. But you know, we said, oh, well, if we're only stuck in manual, sometimes we want to go automatic. And we were told that uh, they had started coming out with some Nikon's now that had some kind of a screw drive in them or whatever, and that can actually control um, those lenses so they can go full auto. So that gives us that ability to go and do do you know either way kind of thing. So um, we're kind of looking at the um, uh, was it the D ninety? That's a nice camera. That is a yeah. nice camera, the D ninety. Yeah. So, so I'm looking at uh, 
I'm looking at that online now. Actually, you're you're yeah. We may we may just buy it, uh, just buy the body, unless we can get a good deal with the stock um, lens. But I figure the one we have is probably good enough, um, unless we. You know, with the multiplier, it kind of becomes an awkward lens to use all the time. So, what did you? What do you have now then, as your lenses? So, you have the eighteen fifty five. Yeah, and I think it's a seventy three hundred, maybe. Okay. So, if I were you, and this is my personal opinion, I would get if if you can afford it, and if and if if your if your camera will will run the uh, the older lenses in in fully automatic. This is only that. I would recommend that you get a prime lens. So it's like a one shot deal. So you get like a. It's like a fifty millimeter or a hundred millimeter lens. It's a fixed uh, fixed local a uh, fixed focal length, right? Yeah, it's a prime. Yeah, fixed focal length, a prime, and then but you but what happens with that is that you can get like an aperture of like two or one point eight. So massive, what they call big glass, right? The, so the the smaller the aperture number, which actually means it's actually a lot more. The more light it'll let in. So if you get like a one, it's letting a hell of a lot of light in. I don't think there is. A, I think one four is the smallest, the biggest one I've seen so far, uh, or smallest number. Um, and that will let a lot of light in. So basically, with this, this means that you can use the camera f- at, at very low light situations. So you don't, it, 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 you know, it means you don't have to use a flash all the time. And it also means that you can do those amazing depth of field cameras. So for a portrait, if you're if you're taking a portrait pictures of the kids or or, or, or the misses or, or flowers or whatever takes your fancy, you can get you can you can focus onto the subject and you open it up to one eight. And everything around the subject will just become a big gl- blur of color and stuff like that. So if you're taking family shots um, of, of people's face, you know, on a, on a, on a say, a, a green bush or something or, or a tree or whatever, and the whole background just becomes a, a, a beautiful canvas of, of, of unfocusedness, which is actually really something cool. Did that make any sense, Seth? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> not not going the way I unfocusedness <laughs> i love that one <laughs> not going the way i thought it was gonna go there <laughs> you don't like unfocusedness yeah that was uh, great that was so clear i so did. seth how many uh, how many sd cards did you buy i bought one eight gigs 16 16 wow so like you got like thousands of shots that's about right Plus or minus two hundred. <laughs> I bought an eight gig, and I'm like, I'm like seven hundred and something shots on my before I, I in raw before I go anywhere else. Yeah, I, I went with the sixteen. I was like, well, the guy was offering it to me. I said, ah, you know, that's too expensive. He goes, he goes, well, I can give it to you for this price. And I said, well, that's still too expensive. He goes, well, I'll tell you what, uh, make it a clean, an even hundred dollars, and uh, and it's yours. So I said, that's fine. My my only fear with the sixteen is if anything corrupts and you're like five hundred shots into it. Well, <laughs> you know, I don't mean to pee on your parade there, but <laughs> no, no, it's a good point. But you know, I download my pictures fairly often, so okay, I don't, so you don't really need sixteen. No, okay. Well, I got it because in case I needed it, in case I didn't okay. want to have to say, oh, let's take a swap. But I do have extra okay. cards. And the other thing is these cameras. Or HDSC, uh, yes. So yeah. So what what is your uh, what is the, the there's a class rating on that on that 16 SD card? So there's usually a number like five four six, uh, or no, have, sorry, eight four six. I don't have it in front of me. Okay. It's, it is the higher is the a, number, the faster it is. I know. I think it's a twenty two. Wow, that's pretty damn fast. So that's pretty good. 
Did you go small shop or big box? I went big, well, big box. I went to, um, uh, what's the name of the place? Uh, it's in, on DDO, in DDO. They're doing the under chapter 13 under restructuring. Un Brewer Marcino, no? No, not Brewer Marcino. Du Moulin? Du yep. And they had it on sale. Oh, wow. So what happens if anything, what happens if something goes wrong with the camera? You go straight to the manufacturer? Well, I'd rather deal with the manufacturer, right? Okay. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I dealt with Pentax, which is pretty good, but I don't know what Canon's like. There's always photo, you can always bring it back to a place like Photo Service in, in yep. Old Montreal if you really need to. They'll, they'll look after you. Those guys are great. Big plug out to Photo Service in Old Montreal. Um, so, okay, that's cool. So, Steve, I, I would, I'm, I'm, I'm really curious now for you to get a camera. Now, I suggest this is what we do. The next live podcast we have, we all bring our digital cameras and then we all whip them out and we see what Eric does with his little Xenon. <laughs> or is that too just me? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just stuck out whipping out again. I'm, uh, I had a flashback <laughs> to the airplane. Does Ben have an iPad? Ben has an iPhone 4. Okay, he doesn't have the iPad. He does, but no, but he has a MacBook Pro. Okay, because I can, you know, if all of a sudden I show up with an iPad, no, I mean, if, if we all show up with big ass cameras uh, and 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 Apple uh, devices of, or or computers of some sort, I'm I'm pretty sure um, Eric will probably go go home with his 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 head between his tails, uh, his tail between his legs, or whatever the hell the expression is that I got wrong again. <laughs> that was very nice. You ruined it really well. I unfocused uh, that well, didn't I? <laughs> well, it was like a uh, like a comment I heard on CJD a couple of mornings ago. Guy says, you know, there's a whole bunch of people. Everybody's got more stuff than they need, you know. Do you have a smartphone? Yes. Do you have a digital camera or point and shoot? Yes. You don't need it. Use your phone. Do you have a video, you know, camcorder? Yeah. Do you have, and you can videotape on your, on your phone? Get rid of it. And I'm thinking. I uh, know. <laughs> okay. Uh, no. And no. No. <laughs> no and no. I mean, there are some specific applications where you actually want to have something like. I don't think I want my, 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 any of my children's birth to be recorded on a camera phone even if it's eight megapixels i don't care it's not gonna have uh it's not well not just that not just that the pictures aren't gonna be that great to begin with i mean well, that's exactly it i'm like hey take a look at this picture i took a picture of um somebody look you 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 can you can make out a shape look it's cool isn't it (laughs) and i I, I think steve's there um i think so i'm the only thing those the only thing camera phones are good for is instagram i mean the way you apply a really crappy filter to it and it's the equivalent of just like you know you might as well be drawing the picture sometimes. <laughs> it's just really not. It's Steve, a spur of the moment thing. That's Steve had a good one tonight of his grill. You know, oh, you know, it's like, okay, bang, that's good. But I wouldn't. Meat, meat and fire was the caption. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. But I wouldn't spend, I wouldn't spend like, you know, 20 minutes setting up a shot with my iPhone. Where I definitely would do that with, with my <laughs> SLR. <laughs> yeah, setting it up for 20 minutes. Okay, Hang on, we're gonna take the super moon on the iPhone girls. I've managed to get an adapter ring that's gonna fit on the. Uh, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Oh wait, the battery needs to be charged. Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. I'm getting a call. I'm getting a call. Ah, no, now now's really not a good time. I'm <laughs> anyway. So, oh, so I, you know, I use the phone for quick pictures, and the kids love it. They they take small little pictures, but really, I'm like. Get the, the the smartphone is is you know I know lo- I know everybody loves the word I don't think the word is appropriate I think it's a multi multi purpose uh, device it's you know it's 
It's a jack of all trades, master of none. Really, it's, I, I was talking to them about somebody in a meeting the other day, and and it's it's like they said, you know, oh, it's amazing what all you can do with the phone and all these. And I said, look, I said, you know what? Are you guys like at all fans of, of like who would have thought we'd be doing this either? This thing, I said, I, so I stopped them dead in the tracks. I said, are you guys a fans of Star Trek at all? Because there's nothing new here. What we have in our hands these days is a modern day tricorder, everything and a communicator. We have everything that we want to do is in our hands and and pretty soon you know we'll be able to put them into like a dock or something or whatever and it, it will just be our entire life will be in this in this device and it'll be our computer it will either sink into the cloud or doing something else but we'll be using this device more than anything else in the world so i i i disagree i think they are smart phones i i but i just think i just think the people using them aren't that smart <laughs> no you know what i think i think it, it doesn't sound as good but i think they're kind of like capable phones in other words, <laughs> I want to do this. Only, no, it's true. They're only it's capable. Capable. And that's what it is. It's, I, yeah. you know, it's, I, I want to Evernote. I want to stay organized. My phone can do that for me. Yeah. I want to make a phone call. It could do that. I want to send an email. I want to send an SMS. I want to see where I am on the earth. It'll do it for me. Yeah, but those, but are, it's, all things, it's those not, are all things straight out of Star Trek, right? Yeah, but I mean it's not a DSLR. Right, no, it's not. It's not supposed uh, it's to not be. A spe- it's, it's not a specialized tool, but it's a very capable Swiss Army knife. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. And so, jack of all trades. So, so, so I'm, I'm I'm going back to the Star Trek analogy as well. The landing party comes down. They got their their, their, their tricorders and their personal communicators, and they they do a quick assessment. You know, and they oh look, uh, I'm getting weird readings. You guys need to come down here. Bang comes the medical team. They got the big ass scanners. They got the huge backpacks. They got the super guns. You know. So yeah, there there's always going to be a more specialized application or or, or, or or thing that you need to have like a, a real device for. But yeah, they're, it's your everyday. I think they're called, every, you know, everyday devices more than, yeah, maybe capable is the right word. I'm not sure. But yeah, that's well, what it, you, it is. I, I think they do a disservice to, to the phone to call it a smartphone because it doesn't do anything for you, right? And it doesn't even do anything intelligently. It has no workflow built into it that will do something for you. But you figure you need one thing to go on a, on a, on a trip. I'm not going to bring my GPS and my camera and my whatever. I'm going on a business trip for four days. I have my TomTom software built into my phone. I have my phone. I have my email. I have everything I need on one device. I throw it in my pocket and I go and I know that I'm covered, right? So it's totally empowering as a device. It's not smart though. It doesn't do anything intelligently. Oh, it does, it- but – yeah, but it, it does. It does, it you, does a hell of a lot more than make phone calls. Is that? And then I think that's where the. Well, uh, that's it. You know, although it it, oddly enough. Sorry. You know, smart smart would entail that it's it's going to say, oh, you know what, he's going to need to do that next. Nope, doesn't do any of that. Well, in fact, it, it, feature it, phone it, sounds it, actually it, better to me than smartphone. No, don't go there because yeah. then Eric's going to get on the call and he's going to say, "I told you so." I didn't say feature phones were better. I think the name is better. Yeah. Right to me, if I if I put smart and feature next to each other, I would take feature over smart any day. I don't want my phone telling me what to do. Right, and to me, the connotation is is that even though it's not what reality says, it's the Blackberries and the iPhones and the Android phones that are the smartphones. They're not really smart. They're just capable. Yep. Right. Yeah. So so I, I'm dying to know what do you use to play with the pictures once you've taken them do you use adobe software do you have like, what so, do you, you, so me uh, or stefan well I, I i think i know you use um you use aperture right i use aperture i used the iphoto for a long time and the only problem i re- one of the main reasons i stopped using aperture i was iphoto was that every time i would make an edit on a picture which is something i was doing all the time 
is that it would make a complete second copy of that picture and then you would live on that. So my, my photo library ballooned up three, four times than what it used to. Whereas Aperture will actually, this is your original photo and all we're doing is we're saving changes. We're only, all, all we're saving here is we're saving... Uh, Deltas. Yeah, the, the, the commands to make the change happen when you, when you call on that picture. Um, and you can export, you can export copies of it but that's exactly what you're doing. You're exporting a copy of it. You're not actually working off the, off the thing. So uh, that's what I use for for my photo management. Uh, some of my major, like you know, like my my editing of the, the negative itself, uh, photo treatment afterwards, like any other kind of stuff, is done through Photoshop. So I'm I'm actually curious what a Windows person would use. I can't. I'm using the software that came with it right now. No, don't even know. It's a Canon software, so I don't know the name of it yet. Okay. Did they give you like Photoshop Premiere or Elements in there or something? They came with. Well, it came with. It comes with its own, right? So. But it, they always they always give you like a bunch of seven or eight different pieces of software on, on it as well, don't they? I don't know. I I didn't even check. I'll be honest. Well, my okay. point shoot had some kind of a, <clears throat> you know, anti red eye, you know play with some filters all in one kind of software but it wasn't anything licensed it was their own um their own software well that's funny because when the pentax came it came with um photoshop elements for windows so do we interrupt your meal i'm I'm chewing on ice (laughs) (laughs) that was actually your best sounding uh sean connery right there oh sorry sorry much money buddy I'm chewing on ice. Like <laughs> swords for five hundred. <laughs> you are wrong. <laughs> That's s words for five hundred. <laughs> oh, I remember those. <laughs> okay, so no, I, I'm actually looking at Aperture right now, and it looks actually pretty amazing. And you know, I think right now, if you buy it from the uh, from the Mac App Store, it's seventy nine dollars instead of the previous two hundred and something bucks. Really? Yeah. It used to cost two hundred dollars. Don't tell my wife that. Shopping, shopping. It's, it's crazy. Eh? The app store doesn't it make you just want to spend money all the time? Oh, it's only twenty bucks. It's so easy to get. <laughs> the, the the one thing that I find, yeah, you're right, seventy nine ninety nine. Yeah, I get it now because it's only it's apparently it's a limited time offer. Huh. And it will give you aperture three or four or whatever in it as well, like later on. What's what's interesting is sorry, um, Steph was saying something, but he came. He was talking out of the back of his car or something. <laughs> I don't know where he went. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, you should jump on it now because you never know; I mean, they'll never go on sale again. <laughs> okay, all right. Oh, it's rated four plus. Yeah, well, <laughs> it is a Mac app, so it's probably going to be rated very well by Mac employees. Not that they would ever. No, no do it's that. it's age age rated for four plus. So if oh. you're three years old, they don't recommend it. Okay. Well, yeah, I can't. Hey, imagine. How about how about ratings? Here, here's one of my pet peeves. On I've what? been watching. I've been watching the iPad to, um, you know, uh, on the Future Shop because you know I was just looking at the price to see if it was matching with the the Mac Store. Yeah. And um, customer review five out of five. One review. So I said, well, how can they have a review and not and then there's no review. It's just a score of five out of five out of one person. So basically, an employee went in and says. I'm going to give it a five. So I said, well, let me log in and try and give it a one. Well, they didn't accept my one. You know, and that and that product is not available yet. <laughs> I'm like, well, why is there a rating then? And, and that's the big, that's the funny thing when you go to like, um, and, uh, and I would say one of the good things about the, the app stores, the Apple app store and the, and the Mac app store. 
um, is that when you go in and you know you you can give uh, ratings and usually they they can be quite brutal. So when Twitter recently did a revamp and they added something called a quick bar to the top of the iPhone application. So every time you would ask, you you would go and get your your Twitter updates. It would basically put a big bar over the top of the first tweet and it basically like a translucent bar and it would have some kind of promoted thing or some ad or whatever. And this was a move uh, brought on by um, the, the the CEO um, Dick Cassells, and uh, so it quickly got named the Dick Bar, right? And and the Dick Bar because Dick Cassells made it, not because it made you a dick to use it. Uh, so 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 the Dick Bar had such a negative effect on on the iPhone. Um, and and on the Twitter app that you would go into the Twitter uh, the the ratings for the twits and then suddenly something that used to get like uh, you know four hundred ratings with a you know four four or, or three stars was suddenly getting most of it was getting one star ratings so uh, it actually is uh, quite good um, and I use that alone to rate my applications more than I do ever do what's featured or what's popular or how many times it's been downloaded whenever I look at Mac apps. Because in the App Store, as much as everybody can complain and moan about it, it, it is actually is relevant. It actually is people who've used it. It's actually people who have credit cards and, and who bought this thing or even if they didn't buy it. You know, if they downloaded it for free, people have credit cards who really – it's not just people going in and trying to get, you know, a uh, – Trying, trying to make some publicity for the company. So that's one thing they've done right. That's my personal opinion. And it, everything's gone very quiet, so I don't know if everybody's left, left the call. Yeah, I'm just laughing inside at the dick bar. The dick bar, you still dick bar laughing? <laughs> <laughs> but it, you know what? It made me, that, that it was such a negative impact on the, on the application that I started using Tweety. I used Tweety for Mac on, uh, Tweety for iPad on the iPad. Uh, not Tweety, Twitterific for the iPad. And I, Steve got me on a Hootsuite for the iPhone. And I haven't really gone back to Twitter since. So, you you know, you screw around with your customer. Your customer is bad enough. People will, if there's an alternative, people will go to the alternative. And they might not come back. And and when, I'm, when I look at Twitter, Twitterific for iPad, it is so much better than the Twitter application that I'm almost about to pay for it. Like I, because you can use a light version with one account for as long as you want. It gives one advert at the top. You can remove the adverts and add more accounts to it. So I could have the Two Fat Dads account, the Johnny Canuck account, and the Johnny Canuck account on there, and it would be like you know normal again. But I don't know. I don't. I'm. 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 You know, it's been in there for about what two weeks now, and I have no desire to go back to the to, to Twitter for iPad. And you, you moved off yours as well, Steve. Yeah, yeah, I went over to Hootsuite. Um, I, Did you do I, that with the Cylons? <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> am I really, am I really Cyloning? Cyloning? No, not really. We just thought we'd say something for the fun of it. Yes, you're Cyloning. We haven't said it in so long. <coughs> that was great. Are we better? Is this good? Hello? Yeah, sorry. I'm being uh, Mr. Money Penny again. <laughs> I'm just chewing <clears throat> on ice. <laughs> so yeah, so you, you, Steve, you completely left the um, uh, the Twitter for iPhone. Yeah, I totally did. Um, I didn't like all the noise on the top of the screen, the trending stuff, the ad. I I don't remember what it was. I just I saw it. It bugged me, and I got rid of it. I, I went to Twitterific, and the ad on. Um, at the top, I just find that noisy on an, on a small screen, 
So I went to try out Hootsuite and I was seeing a lot of people reusing that. And it's actually pretty cool because it's not only for Twitter, it's a social network aggregator. So I could theoretically, if I used Facebook, um, add that in and use that to also check on that. I think I've added my LinkedIn into that as well. I so did. I did too. Yeah. So the only the only thing is you have to go back and forth, like left and right, and there's a little too much of that to go in between accounts and stuff. But almost better if they had some sort of a radio button at the top to do some fast switching between profiles. Um, but other than that, it, it works well, um, and it doesn't crash. So so far, it's doing what I needed to do oh, I've for crashed, right now. I've crashed it a couple of times. Oh yeah, but I think that's more four three one than anything else. I think iOS four three one is is having has or four three definitely had issues. Four three one is not that much better, um, and I think. But I, but I, I I do like it. I do like I've used it. Um, I've used it a few times to do uh, a Twitter, Foursquare, and and LinkedIn, you know, all at once sort of thing. I kind of like that. I don't. I'm not one to blast different medias. Like I'll I'll have. Like I, you rarely will you see one of my tweets cross posted between LinkedIn and and Twitter because it's just not. Uh, I, there's two different things, right? There's two different parts of my brain. You know, there's the fun part and the uh, and the uh, and 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 the <laughs> and the other one. What's there, the other uh, one called? The I'm, one that you know where you, you know I do stuff and with they it. pay you. Uh, what's that called again? <laughs> <laughs> the job part that's it the work part no but you know it's like i all i as i said that all i could get in, in my head is that is that uh is that mullet joke about you know uh business up front party in the back <laughs> it's just like i just couldn't i couldn't get out of that thin of my thought and i just completely lost my train of thought so i apologize but uh but no so i i you know I don't I don't mix my stuff too much, but uh, but Twitter and Foursquare kind of mix pretty well together. So I, I, yeah. I I'll do that sometimes. I'm I'm with you. I don't you know mix drinks not a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I actually will just Foursquare into Twitter, right? So I um, so you'll Foursquare uh, and then you'll say something in the Foursquare app, or using yeah. or using Hootsuite. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Then that's what I do too. And I'll Instagram into Foursquare and Twitter at the same time as well, which is pretty cool. I like Instagram. Instagram is like a, it's imagine you had like you know remember this fan the the one ten films cameras you know the the long ones there our moms used to have. Yes. Okay, so it takes pictures like that, and and I'm not talking talking just format size. I'm talking photo quality. <laughs> They're just not that great. <laughs> and then they give you a slew of really bad filters that you can lay on top of it. But one of the cool things is it'll post to Flickr, it'll post to Posterous, it'll post to Tumblr, it'll post to for- Facebook if you wanted to, it'll post to, uh, and then it'll also say, okay, I was here at this Foursquare event, so check me in, post this picture, and you know, so you, you can you can keep getting your points for doing cool stuff. But what I like about it is that you know it's it's actually quite a nice f- camera. You know, it's it's quite a nice little. It's fun. It's easy to use, and and the filters can usually take a really bad light situation and actually kind of make it artistic, not better, but artistic <laughs> to the least point. So it's fun. It's a little bit of a throwback app. It's it's kind of interesting. I lost Steph again. No, you didn't. I'm listening. I'm very interested. I'm just pondering what did people do? You know, hundred and fifty, hundred years ago when they're saying, "Hey, listen, I got myself a new shovel." 
Uh, talk, talk to me about it. Talk to me about your new shovel. I'm pretty, it, sure, I'm pretty sure they weren't podcasting. I can, I can pretty much guarantee they weren't sitting around the candle with other guys talking about their shovels. <laughs> is is it a smart shovel or a feature shovel? <laughs> no, the, uh, it's got the easy grip on the end and it's really comfortable. Well, mine is actually stainless steel instead of the tin ones most people are using. And I got a cedar shaft instead of getting the pine shaft because I find the pine shaft was just way too brittle. I find I just get the shaft too often. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it depends where you put it, right? Well, you know what? I'm not comfortable talking about that. (laughs) My apologies, I went too far. Oh dear! <laughs> Is that what, and that's what you normally say, right? Oh, okay. Awkward. Thank you. I'm all of them. I'm a little scared now. <laughs> oh dear. Okay. So have we covered. Have we covered everything for the first time back? You know, we weren't sure if we were going to be able to make a half hour worth of show. <laughs> I, th- I think we managed to get, at least get twenty minutes worth. <laughs> we got, we've got a few minutes worth of it. Uh, so anybody got any plans uh, coming up the weekend or? Uh... Well, we just did the butterfly thing. And this weekend, I think we're going to go see the Terracotta Army. Where are they? They are at um, the Museum of Fine Arts. Oh, cool. And yeah. this is this is part of family day? Uh, no, that was last week. This is just this is going just, out this and doing something just, fun this day. This is the Magoo's day. Yeah. Okay. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah, so I, I remember going to the museum as a kid and I hated it. Yeah, well, we only go when it's like neat stuff. We're not gonna bring them to like a, you know, a Dadaism exhibit or something like that. I mean, I figure clay clay soldiers probably at least keep their attention for a little while, right? So, so you're, you're not gonna take the kids to see the baby in formaldehyde? <laughs> what museum do you go to? <laughs> that was like a, a human body exhibit, wasn't it? At uh, which museum was that? That was at, at the Eat Center. Yeah, that's gross, man. Like, yeah, I pass that every day for a year almost. Yeah, I got. Did I tell you guys how many times I've got I've gotten been lost in the underground city in the last couple of weeks? <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine. I'm like, I get, I get so annoyed. I'm, I sit. I'm going topside. <laughs> I'm just. I look for some top stairs. <laughs> I just go up top. <laughs> I know my grid. I know my Montreal up ground. I just. I'm just not that good with underground yet. Because I was it the second Roger store. Or was it, or was it left at the Aldo? I can never remember. <laughs> oh, a Danier leather? I must be close. <laughs> There's a freaking Danier leather everywhere. Oh dear. So, anyways, I I gotta get used to that. I'm gonna. I even downloaded the map app, you know. But the problem is, there's no GPS signal down there. So. <laughs> So there's a, there's a, there's a map. It's fine. They sell a map. They not you can just download it. It's not even like uh you whatever you download a PDF or whatever, and it tells you the entire grid system of how to get you know anywhere you want to underground in Montreal. And it's really good. It's actually quite clever. This I didn't even know there's two buildings. I didn't even know were even possibly linked together, and they are, which is kind of neat. But when you're underground and you have no idea where you are, that map is kind of crap. You need that you are here idiot button. Yeah, and most of the time it says you were here pointing at, you know, the floor, right? Yeah. But I've got, I've gotten, you know what I used to do as a kid and I started doing again? I just ask grown-ups. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> can you tell me how to get to 1981 McGill, please? <laughs> there, I usually got to be help. careful about McGill. No, <laughs> I don't want to go there again. Okay. Oh, dear. That's another, st- time for another story. 
You start yeah. you start singing a song. Soy un perdido. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I think it's time for me to talk about one of our nice sponsors. <laughs> if you've been to the Two Fat Dad site uh, just recently, you might have noticed that we're now uh, Kindle uh, supporters as well. We have a, a Kindle apps in 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 the, in the dad. Steve has two Kindles. I run the Kindle app on my phone and my iPad. I, I do really like the Kindle as almost as much as like Audible. Um, so you, if you're, if you want to support the show and you want to check out some cool books, um, come on over to the, to the two fat dads website, uh, click on the, have a Kindle, a picture of the Kindle and then I'll enter the Kindle store. And if you buy your book through us, I know it's much easier to buy it actually on the Kindle. We'll get some money and we'll stay on the air at a more regular basis than we have been lately. So, <laughs> so, so. It's been a while since I've done one of these, so I'm not as perfect and uh, and as slick as I used to be. So please encourage the fat dads and uh, and and buy a Kindle book from us, please. That is working, by the way, guys. I've bought two books from our own site myself. <laughs> Good, I'll give that a run. I am reading. I am reading. Being geek. Two. Why did you get more than that? We need more money. Uh, okay, so I'm trying. I'm reading. Being geek by My- Michael Lopp. It's all a story about how to, uh, basically the, it's the whole cycle of, of a career of, of, um, software engineers, uh, career handbook basically. So from, from beginning to end, if you, if you work in, in software engineering or, or programming or, or development or whatever, this is how you, you get on with life. And I'm reading another book, uh, which I can't talk about right now because I don't, I, I don't have access to it, but it's called, uh, no, it's by E Hunter Harrison and how we work and why. And I'm not talking any more about that book because I've given away too much already. But that is a great book too. Very good book, Mr. Harrison, if you're listening. He might be. You never know. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to try and do more shows uh, in the spring. Usually in the spring, we things kind of kind of, kind of tail off and we kind of lose track of, uh, of, of each other because we're getting ready for the summer and there's things happening. We want to do more... Um, guest shows so if you want to be a guest of the two fat dads please email us um uh, email us at johnny canuck at two fat dads.com and uh, we will we'll get you we'll get you on the show we'd also like to do more live shows hey can you say that address again i'm going to send you an email it's johnny canuck at two fat dads.com okay i'll send you an email i'd like to be a guest uh, I think you're uh, you're pretty much going to get in there okay there, buddy. So <laughs> you're you're pretty much a shoe in for guest stuff. So Anyways, if you didn't catch it, we'll put it on the bottom third later <laughs> of your audio. It'll just sound like <laughs> this. <laughs> you so say nice something, thing. Steve. It'll sound like this. Let's see if you got to say something. Oh, it'll just it'll sound like this. I suppose. Twofatdads.com. Seaside <laughs> <laughs> for details. Some conditions. <laughs> there we go. All right. What took you so long? That was like I I I know I I fed him the line and everything pretty much. So okay. Um It's I, like spring training, our timing's a little off. It's a little off. Yeah. You know what? Uh next week, guys, I really want us to be more focused. Uh I want us to talk uh more about technology because I don't think we talked enough about it tonight. And uh <laughs> I may be I may be the owner of I may be the owner of an iPad then. We'll see. I, if you if you do go, can can Steve and I go with you to the Apple store? Because it seems to be a thing we do. Like we like to initiate new new Apple people. We want. I don't to... know if we get it through Apple, but why not? I've got. Uh, I was uh, able to trade in some more company points, and I've got your some 
Ah, that's going to work out for you, is it? That's right. Yeah. Got a little connect. That's right. <laughs> okay. Well, at least let us let us go with you and get some accessories for your iPad. Maybe a little case, or, you know, maybe a little scarf. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Something. Does it come with a juke? <laughs> something. Uh, something. I nice. almost bought one. Let us get you something nice for your iPad. <laughs> oh my God! You guys are crazy. <laughs> no, or my cap. Which one? The fail one? No, no. That's the which cap? Are you, which cap? My Apple cap. You got an Apple cap? Yeah. Oh. Okay. I got. I, a, a, I dropped. I, I dropped almost like uh, uh, a couple two hundred eighty bucks at the corporate store <laughs> when I was there. So uh, Steve went to Cupertino. If you didn't know, Steph. Okay. And Cupertino is is where Apple headquarters is. Yes. And and he went to the store and he got me a, a nice Apple T-shirt. It's black with the, just the Apple on the front. It's just a little Apple. I look like a I look like a genius. If I was a ninja, because <laughs> the genius wear blue, right? So yeah, so it's a black T-shirt, and there hence the ninja reference. I'm, I really suck at this podcasting tonight. I apologize to all of our listeners. I'm sorry if you had to go through this tonight. I I don't know where my timing is or my jokes are coming from. They're coming from somewhere, not not from my brain though. No. You know they'll never hear. We'll fix it in post. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, that's another thing. <laughs> and just so everybody knows, this is the it's the 19th of November right now. <laughs> <laughs> you set your clock by it is now eight o'clock now we're, predict- we're predicting the ipad will too will be coming out soon <laughs> we've been talking about we've been talking 2010 <laughs> <laughs> we've been talking about the upcoming spring in november oh dear okay i've got uh i've got hardly any plans this this weekend i'm wondering when we're supposed to take the tires off our car uh, uh, our, march well, 15th yeah oh. legally Okay, so I could take them off now, but I, I guess it's still better to wait till the potholes are filled. There's usually always a big snowstorm end of March, anyways, so you're probably better off keeping it. Well, the end of March is tomorrow. <laughs> so. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Keep it another week or so. Okay, so it's like people who plant their their flowers uh, before Victoria Day. And then they all die because of the frost that we always have around Victoria Day. No, those are the same people who run out there with styrofoam cones and and hair dryers. <laughs> Uh, my orchids my orchids are gonna die (laughs) sorry I'm gonna cut that in post and take out the ore (laughs) 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 oh Steve sucks to be you doesn't it it sure does (laughs) alright guys I wouldn't be caught saying something like that no no No, you just whipped it out (laughs) (laughs) I wait for the stewardess to walk by, and then I, I just out. <laughs> <laughs> I think we might have a show title. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're missing is, is we're missing good. somebody to <laughs> we're missing somebody to do drops while we're doing the show. Oh, geez. drops of what? Little sound effects, you know, little drops while no, we're. No, we don't need a Linux guy with crappy sound effects. <laughs> we need a Linux guy, but not with crappy sound effects. We miss you, Eric. Come back to us, please. And you too, Ben, now that you're finally employed. We would have taken him employed or not. No, we would have taken him employed as well. And employed yeah. as well. But it's just, you know. Now, hey, uh, Steve, quick question. regarding. Right, now the, make me feel like an idiot now for even saying that. Thanks, Steph. Oh, you're welcome. Steve, regarding <laughs> the uh, little wood uh, storage. <laughs> wood engineered, is, this, is it uh, empty now or? The, the, the firewood? Yes. Uh, I'm probably running at about 
I probably use a, a, a good half. Eighty <laughs> percent. No, I think I think we use at least a little bit more than half of the two face cords that we bought. Okay. So no, so, no plan on on burning the actual rack itself. Then. <laughs> no, there won't be any rack burnings going on in my. But I do have to come up with a Mark II design. Um, well, well, what could possibly be wrong with a Mark One? He well, has Mark, to go outside and get the wood himself. He's thinking that maybe he can deliver it to him. I well, maybe it was other a than a conveyor system, uh, the little cleat that I have, the nautical cleat that I put on it to tie down the rope that holds the tarp, um, I put it at the bottom. And then I realized, well, snow tends to be at the bottom <laughs> of the rack. So I'm going to add another, uh, a fourth uh, toggle bolt that has like an eye, uh, eyelid hole in it. So, And then I'll just put the cleat maybe three, four feet in the air and tie it up, up high, which makes the fact that I won't have to bend down to tie it e- even better. So, Yeah, and make it too high and your kids won't be able to grab it. Smart. Nice. Because when you go outside, when you say, can you go get us some wood? Yeah. I can't reach it. Your, 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 your children now, Steve, are approaching the age where they can get you beer without shaking it. And yeah, but the, the thing the thing is, is if you ask them to go get wood outside, they're still they're just going to take from the bottom of the pile, anyways. No, they're right? how, how can they possibly lift like an entire cord of wood and take the bottom well, of the pile? You just have to find the well, one you know loose log. Happen. Well, then they, they're smart. Then they, they're going to be good Jenga players later on in life. No, it'll fall on them once. They'll learn. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, and you you tell your wife, say, listen, this is how I learn. Yeah, I learned good. <laughs> <laughs> It'll learn them good. So I'm I'm reading uh, I'm reading uh, Schulster's uh, education. Schulster's uh, tweet to you to the, tonight, uh, Steve. Mm-hmm. As a courtesy, please put your phones on vibrate. Don't block the aisles. Farting between cars only, and no dad casting. Sorry. Really, are Via again that strict now? That reputation has preceded us. <laughs> he's not allowed. He's not allowed to fart in the actual car. <laughs> What what is he is he smoking something at work? I I I'm not even touching that. No. Um, okay. Right. Well, we all knew about the no farting rule. Uh, the fact you can't use your phone that's just crossing a line. No, because I've I've seen I've heard you do conference calls on the train all the time. Although yeah, I, although I still think it's a little douchey. You know what? I got to get it. I got to get <laughs> in whenever I can. Yeah, seriously. No, it's fine. Do you do you do that? Do you? Uh, would you would you uh, conference call on a train or a plane? <laughs> yeah, on a plane. Well, maybe uh, not a plane. Screw the, screw the pilot. Screw what he says. No, screw I'm thinking like you're on. You're sitting. You're sitting down. <laughs> you're you're sitting down. And you're on the tarmac. You you got another twenty minutes before anything happens. Do you finish your conference call? Oh, I finish. Yes. I don't get why I don't get on. If I'm on a conference call, I don't get on the plane. I oh, see that. You see me. I'm like that. I'm like that. I don't. I don't. On on the on the train. I'd rather I'll text. No problem. I'll surf the web, whatever. I'll play the whatever. But I, I'm talking on the phone. I don't know. There's too many people talking to themselves on the train to begin with. Let alone people decide to talk to you for no reason. Although I think we scared the hell out of a couple of people today, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> that lady sitting next to you, then the one who couldn't oh get her bag under the chair. God, she just she split. Eh? She bolted. She said, "Oh my yeah. god, I'm not sitting here with these freaks." And she just left. It was well, hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious! Yeah. Anyways, Anyways it was, uh, it's all good fun. I like the train. I'm I'm very happy. I I found when I was commuting shorter versions, like you know, when I was taking a car in the six nine kilometers I would to work, it was great because I worked close to home. 
but I'd come home and I'd still be a little, you know, I've had a bad call, like at, at, at quarter to five, I'd come home and I'd still be on that edge of that call, right? Now I get home, um, I'm, I, first of all, I walk to the train, so I, a lot of that, you know, when you take a walk, you can't stay mad taking a walk, you know, everything, everything kind of like just come, come, you know, get, lets it out of you. Then you sit on a train, eh, you take it easy, you chill out for a bit, and tonight the kids met me at the train station. How much more awesome does life get? Yeah, mine do that every now and again, and it's really cool. It is the coolest thing in the world, and they're so happy to see you. Okay, Plus, okay. they get to see a train. Yeah, I think Jack and Freddie were more impressed to see the train, but <laughs> but yeah, no, they were they they love that, and I was I was like I was quite happy. So the honeymoon period for work is still there. I'm still loving the whole concept. We'll I tried that with my kids. We went to the train station to wait for me. They weren't in. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> and for, for those of you just uh, tuning into the show for the first time, uh, Steph works from home. So. Yes. When he's not playing WoW, he sits in a basement all day long. So pretty much nothing's changed since he's been a teenager. Uh, <laughs> the camera just got better. I'm just I'm, that's so mean, eh? I'm playing with myself. Actually, too. when he was when he's a teenager, he had a he had a, <laughs> when he had a teenager. When he's a teenager, he had a pretty he had a pretty red hot uh Nick uh Rico Rico camera is the envy of all of us. Because he was on the school paper. He's a photographer of a school paper, this guy. So did he, uh, did he also wear red tights and fight crime, or is that just somebody else I'm thinking of? No, he is more the Jimmy Olsen photographer, not the Peter Parker oh, photographer. Got it. <laughs> Sorry, Steph. no cape though, no cape, no capes. Sorry, Steph, that was too easy. Yeah, the problem with capes, is you <laughs> Mr. Step Kong, up. Mr. Kent, Mr. Kent. <laughs> oh, hey, Steph, I'm finally going to be replacing that. Uh, busted version of cars that I have uh, that won't play anymore. I think we've we've probably ground down half of the plastic off of it. I think we played it so much. And uh, they're finally releasing it on Blu-ray slash DVD. And when you buy it, it'll come with, a, I think, a free um, free movie ticket to see Cars 2. Oh, Ooh, I thought you managed to get some nice. swag there off of Twitter again. I'm working on it. <laughs> you know what? My kids have seen the previews and they're like... At- Every week they ask me, is there a different trailer? Is there a new trailer? Is there a new trailer? Your kids, my, I, I've seen the trailer and I want, I want to go and see the movie. <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget that time that we went to see a Toy Story. I think it was one or two with, uh, with Mitch and, and Lef. And we basically were like, there was us and some kids. And I think we laughed more than any of the kids in the, in the, in the theater. Yes. I was, that was one of probably the best movie nights ever. I think the best movie I the movie night I ever had is when I, I went to uh, Toronto. I met up with uh, one of our friends, Wade, and I said, "Let's go see a movie." And he says, "Okay." And we went to see Bon Cop, Bad Cop, <gasps> and we're the only two guys laughing watching the movie in the, in Whitby, and we're just laughing our heads off. And everybody's going, "Like, what's so funny?" I'm like, "You know, he's from LaSalle, so he he knows all this. He's you know, so it was just we had a blast." That is a great movie, eh? I kind of wish they'd make a second one, but I think it would ruin it really. Well, when I was on a plane, uh, I really, you were on a plane. Yes, I was on a flight uh, from Montreal to Toronto one time, and Colin Fiore was in the plane with me, and I chatted chatted up with him, and I said, you know, any thoughts of making a second one? He was basically he was straight up. He says, I'd be totally up for it if Patrick is uh, 
interested. It's really up to him. It's his baby. So if he decides that he wants to write the, the text for it or needs help or he's interested, he goes, I'm in. He just has to tell me and I'll be there. Yeah, Patrick Ural doesn't need any more money, though, does he? I mean, he's it has got nothing to do with money, but it he's was, got it, the boys. He's got Bon Cup, Bad Cup. He's got a couple other shows. He's doing pretty good for himself. Yes. So does he have any desire to go back and I mean he he kind of milked the boys to 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 the end of that right so, but was he one of the writers for that or not? He's the one who wrote the entire story for Le Boys. Oh no no Le Boys he was not well he's just an actor. Okay so. I thought maybe he had more of a of a role in that because his character is actually quite amazing in that in that movie. But in in Bonka Backup that was a, that was he wrote it that's a fantastic movie. That's what Quebec movies should all be like that. Was it was great. like it's like a it was a, it's a proper blockbuster, eh? It's crap, it was crap blowing it was up. There's like you know proper scenes. The best part is is when the guys like the guys like lying. Have you seen the movie, Steve? Yeah, it was fantastic. So the guys lying on this on the on the on the post between Quebec and Ontario, and and they're having the debate about at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, and they're having the debate about you know whose case it is. You know, no, il y a peut-être des pieds en Ontario, mais sans cœur, sa tête sera toujours au Québec. Anyways, if you and then he falls. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, they're, they're pulling. They pull. No, they they happen to go up the the, uh, the ladder and they broke him once or something. Slips eh? and he pulls and he yeah. splits in the good body in half. Anyway, so yeah, and he falls. <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch that again now. I have it. So. Yeah, I know. Oh, you know what I picked up the other day? We had a we had a book sale at work, and they were selling books and DVDs. I picked up a Daniel Lemire Vinta. Uh, the Daniel Lemire there, for $2 on DVD. So I can finally give you back your copy. Thank you. <laughs> I was wondering where that was. Like, I got home and I put it in the, book, in, the, in the DVD shelf and I went, oh, I still have steps. <laughs> we need something like Delicious Library among friends, really. But I'm on it. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so, all right. Uh, are we done? I think we've we've milked this one, eh? I think yeah. I think we've got a good half hour of show. Okay, good. So, all right, I'm glad. I I want to thank you guys. You guys, it's good to. Um, I'm 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 a little bit ashamed that we haven't done this any sooner because uh, I I just I don't know I just let I just let my time off get the best of me. Not like you didn't have the time. Exactly, that's the problem. I had all the time in the world and didn't really care <laughs> to do anything with it. <laughs> But you, I think you need to do that, you know, when, when you, if you get, if, I don't know. Okay. Going back to the personal experience of getting laid off again here, but if every once in a while you need to get that closure and you need to take some time, you know, whatever to just, you know, let it all go and do some stuff. I hung out with the kids, I did stuff with the family. And so, you know, and then everybody got sick, like, cause you, the minute you stop doing something, you're bound to get sick, right? Yes. Stress is, stress actually keeps you healthy. A little bit, a little bit. Okay. You know, pushes your body. It stimulates your body. Yeah. But I don't like to get stressed very much. Until it kills you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like death keeps you alive until it catches up, right? Yeah. So it's <laughs> the fear of death. No, but it's, it's like everything. Anything in excess is, not, is never a good thing, right? So. so there you go. What a way to end the show. Yeah, dying. Okay. Dying. So, somebody somebody change the freaking Dying. subject now. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, g- go on. No, I was just saying chipmunks. Just chipmunks. We're in a rat hole. Squirrel. 
<laughs> scroll. Squirrel. 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 So no, but seriously, if uh, okay, a, a plea out. If you want to be on the show, let us know. Johnny Canuck at twofatdads.com. We'd be a uh, pleasure to have a, a guest here, and then uh, we'd love uh, we'd love to see some 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 people uh, in Montreal doing some different things. Um, Steve has a pretty cool cousin in law, twice removed, six apart, which would be nice to meet with him. He's got a pretty cool project, and we can talk about that at a later date. Uh, there's some some French podcasters who I've spoken to. They want to get on the show, so maybe we can do something and uh, and 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 get them on board as well. And then and then I want to get back down to Mesa 14 and uh, and do another live show. So uh, let's 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 get the ball rolling. Let's do spring and uh, and hopefully we can culminate around the beer festival, which always comes in June or May or something like that. Maybe we'll do a special uh, Two Fat Dads live broadcast. From right next yeah, you to- need to start uh, cutting through Windsor Station on your way to work a lot more because there is some cool stuff that happens in there, and including the beer festival. Yeah, so the beer festival is pretty is pretty damn awesome. I've been t- once or twice, once, 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 once officially, once I wasn't supposed to go, but I went anyways. So. <laughs> If you go a second time and you're drunk. It doesn't count as a time. Oh, okay, so uh, the second time in the fr- in the same night doesn't count. No, but it's an um, it's an awesome. They got a great great beer, and maybe we can do some we can do some two fat dads live interviews uh, at that point as well. You know, and, uh, and 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 turn it turn it into a little bit of a tweet up beer fest or something. I don't know. Um, one thing is for sure is I will not be at tomorrow night's Montreal tweet up. That would be the fourth Thursday in a row I would be out, and I'm pretty sure that I would be sleeping forever on that new couch that I just bought. So I apologize to everybody who uh, will hear this in the past and say, oh, that's why he wasn't there. So <laughs> because that's why I'm getting this out before tomorrow. <laughs> so anyway, so that's that. Um, Steve, anything you want to add? No, I'm good. Steph, anything you want to add? I was just thinking that maybe we should uh, tell Eric that he can be a special guest star to get him to join the show. That would be, that would be good. We should, uh, we should invite him on to talk about Linux and Xenon feature phones. Uh, on a very special Two Fat Dads. <laughs> I like that, Steve. Uh, <laughs> and uh, hey, how's, your, how's your WoW character? You, you, you leveled up properly now? You're at 85? or? No, no, no. No? I'm on another, I'm on another, I'm on another character now. Are you, are you starting a new character? No, I, I, I'm on a druid. Oh, and you're bringing him up to, to par? Yes, he's at 72 right now. Oh, wow, that's pretty cool. Wow, that was fast. Yes. Okay. Hey, by the way, um, bring it back to show again. On the iPad, there is this, this, this game called Dungeon Hunter 2 and Dungeon Hunter 1, obviously, but the, the 2 is the good one. Um, and it is like Diablo. It, it literally is like Diablo. You play uh, a, a fighter, which can either be uh, in the two. You can have two different types of fighter. You can be crusader or berserker. There's a rogue, which can have ranger or uh, death walker. And then there's mage, which I guess shadowmancer and something else, or a, a good one, I guess it would be a holy cleric or something. I, I don't know. So there's the, you can you have three different classes, but you have subclasses between them, and then you pick your abilities and whatnot. But basically, you run through the dungeons, hacking and slashing the crap out of people, and, and doing little quests and stuff like that. But the cool thing about the two version is that on the iPad, it is multiplayer, so you could play with your buddies. So when you get your stuff, I might I might join you in a little bit of uh, online uh, role playing, uh, action hacking, slacking, fighting kind of stuff, and then maybe if uh, if Steve uh, doesn't uh, want to hang out for Diablo forever, maybe he can get an iPad and join us as well. See, unbelievable, sir. See, see, unbelievable. You saw it? Did I show you that when you were here? No. 
You didn't see it? No. Oh. I'll show you it on the train tomorrow, Steve. Okay. Pretty damn cool. It's beautiful, so. I, I finished it on Rogue, and I finished it on, on, uh, on well, Rogue. I finished it on uh, Death Walker and, and uh, what did I say the good, the good fighter was again? Crusader. And now I'm, I'm going in a third time as a mage. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to be finished that anytime soon. I suck at mage. I keep wanting them to walk up and smack the hell out of people with that cane. Yeah, he comes in like a tank with a, <laughs> an old man with a stick. Not really supposed to be that kind of guy. <laughs> Pretty good with an assassin. Not bad with a not bad with a with a paladin type crusader kind of fighter. Pretty sucky as a mage. <laughs> Hang on, guys. I'll hang back and heal you all. Okay. That's enough of that. It's been real. Thank you very much, everybody. Bye, everyone. Good night. I had a blast. Good night, gents. That is the longest rap in the history of rap. <laughs> <laughs>